Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Uh, hello, my, my name's John Parkin. I played for Preston, I'm told, between 2008 and 2011. And now I'm a podcast presenter, YouTube vlogger, after dinner speaker, basically as, as little work I can possibly do, to be honest. So yeah, so here we are. Yeah, we'll start with Barnsley. Obviously, you're from Barnsley, Barnsley fan. Was it one of them things that when you got into football, you always wanted to do play for play for Barnsley? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, I was actually all right at school, uh, but I knew that I were I were all right at football, and that's what I wanted to do. So I, yeah. I pretty much just went just to. Just to socialise, basically. Yeah. So I, I, I could have done better at school, I, and I just couldn't be asked, to be honest. Uh, unfortunately, Barnsley took me on at, at 16, and, and and I got into full-time football, which was uh, a bit of an eye-opener, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Men's football. Yeah, I mean, I, I was when I were when I was still at school at 15, I was playing in the the Premier Youth League, yeah. which was under 18s. But you could have three first-year pros playing back right. then. Yeah, yeah. So I was sort of 15, you know, playing against 18, 19-year-olds on a Saturday morning. Uh, I was playing centre-half at the time, actually. Uh, and I was doing all right, so I, that's, that made me try even less at school, I think. Because I just thought, <laughs> well, I'm going to be a footballer, aren't I? Yeah, uh, it and, I, and I just got lucky for another 21 years, pretty much. Yeah, we were just talking then. Was it seven hundred and some appearances? You I said. I think I got about six hundred and six hundred and eighty appearances. I yeah. think. Uh, so you've had a fair decent career, then, haven't you? Uh, it's been longer than what I thought. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. Uh, longer than what it probably should have been. So I, I never the most. I was never the most dedicated footballer. Not like you see these days, anyway. Oh no, I'd have no chance now. Absolutely yeah. no chance. But uh, the game has changed that much. Oh yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. Now I mean. <coughs> It's not that I, I don't think I was lucky because when I went to work, I did I did try yeah I did work. I did bust my balls yeah uh, not not every day in training because I I used to like going out quite a little bit so there were quite a lot of days of training where I was still a little bit rough from the the night before and yeah. you, you just get through it but yeah when I when I played and when I when I when I trained most of the time I were I were trying to, as hard as I could so I think that's what that's what managed to. For it, for it to be so so long a career, really. So you went to, well, you had quite a few loans there. I think Hartlepool and York. Yeah, I went to Hartlepool. That were a, a total disaster. That was the first time in football that I, I realised that it's not really a nice place to be. At times. Uh, yeah, a, a, quite a lot of the time, to be honest. I yeah. mean, when I uh, when I started full time and I started getting paid and, and whatever. I, I like the bright lights of Barnsley on a on a Wednesday night and a yeah. Saturday night, uh, 
and it didn't take uh, it didn't take the club long to find out that I were out all this all this yeah. time, and so obviously they're not going to be happy about an 18 year old kid trying to make his way in the game going out on a Wednesday and a, a yeah. Saturday, and so it was <clears throat> my own fault really that I, that I ended up leaving Barnsley. But it, well, when I went to Hartlepool, Steve Parkin came in as manager. Yeah, uh, Nigel Spatman. I, I played this, the, the previous sort of the season for the last seven or eight games. So I'm 18 in the first team at Barnsley. So yeah. I'm thinking next year I'll have a good, I'll have a good, uh, have a good pre-season and, and kick on. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Nigel Spatman took us to Tenerife on the pre-season trip. Uh, <laughs> Last America's Tenerife as yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah. we could literally hear, hear Veronica's. All the bars. We could hear Veronica's yeah. strip. Um, and all the older lads were sneaking out. Yeah. Uh, I'll be. Uh, I'm 18. 18. Yeah. So they were sneaking out most nights, and I was umming and ahhing pretty much every night whether to sneak out, and I never did. And then we played the, the we played a team on the, uh, over there, and we were allowed a night out, which is fantastic. Uh, like red rag to a bull to me. Uh, I'm 18, I'm in Tenerife. Uh, it don't get much better. Just got on it. Went, went on it, yeah, went on it. And we got a, a training session the next morning, which was a bit of a. Just a jog and a stretch after the, the yeah, year yeah. on the on the Friday night. But I uh, I got out of bed for for training and I just fell over. And I, I thought to myself, bloody hell, I'm still pissed here. And then I got up again and I fell over again. Uh, but I twisted my ankle. I twisted my ankle down Veronica Strip at some point throughout the night. Um, so when I got when I got I managed to get to training, get through training, I was tailed off more more than normal. Uh, so we, we fly, we flew back and we get back to Manchester Airport. Nigel Spatman, the manager, who quite likes us, to be fair, he, uh, he says, you've got a game tomorrow. I says, right, OK. And I, obviously I knew I couldn't play, my ankle's fucking massive, you know, yeah. from the flight and twisting it. So I pulled the physio, I said, uh, Jim, I'm, I'm really, I'm twisting my ankle, uh, twisting my ankle on the night out. He said, right, phone me in the morning and tell me that you've got up in the middle of the night You've gone for a piss, you've tripped up your alarm clock and you've twisted your ankle. Says, right, no problem. <clears throat> so I phoned, uh, gets up the next morning, phones Jim, I says, Jim, you'll never believe what's happened. So I've got up for a piss in the middle of the night, I fell over my alarm clock and I've twisted my ankle. He says, right, uh, no problem, come in. I went out for four months. Jesus. I went out for four months with my ankle. Uh, so I've missed like I'd done the first two weeks of pre-season yeah. and then I went out for four months is that arguably the hardest part of pre-season as well first, first couple yeah the of first weeks. two the first two weeks are fucking horrendous yeah. absolutely horrendous uh, but it because uh, uh, the manager took a Tenerife we didn't win a game for the first ten and he got sacked yeah. uh, so I'm sort of <coughs> I'm sort of like probably a month six weeks off getting back and when you miss pre-season, I mean, I, I hated pre-season, but I, I didn't used to, I didn't used to mind it because you knew it was the most important part of the yeah, season. Yeah, got you, to get it done. You've got to, you've got to do it. Uh, <clears throat> and the, the better pre-season you have, the, the, the sort of better you'll be going into the season. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so we're out for four months. Uh, Nigel Spatman got the sack, and Steve Parking came in. So <clears throat> get me sent back fit, not match fit, nowhere near match fit. But uh, he says Hartlepool want you to go on loan up there. He says right, okay, no problem. So out of the pool in League Two, I 
I thought, right, I'll go up there, I'll play some games, and I'll come back and yeah. we'll take it from there. Yeah. I played five minutes. Jesus. Five minutes in the month. Uh, Did you move up as well? Well, I, I, was, I, was, I was commute while well, I'm from driving at the time, to be honest. Uh, another stupid misdemeanour that I got myself into. So, yeah, so Steve Parkin said, right, I want you to go for another month. Oh, I like right, okay. You know, as a as a young as a young kid, eight, nine, might have been nineteen then. Yeah. Uh, I just said right, okay. So we got uh, two weeks two weeks into the next month, and we're playing. We've got a game on the Saturday, obviously, uh, and I trained on the Friday, and then I had to do some running. So I, I worked in the squad for the for the Saturday. Right. Or I, I didn't think I'd be in the squad for the Saturday. So I came back down to, to Barnsley and then I got a phone call on the, the, the Friday afternoon from the <coughs> physio at Hartlepool. Yeah. Says you're in training tomorrow morning. Says, right, okay. I says, well, I can't get there. I, I can't, I've banned from Zion. My dad can't take me up. Yeah. Uh, says, right, don't worry about it. Says, right, okay. So never went to the game. I thought, fuck it, you know, I'm not, I'm not travelling up there just to sit and watch a game, watch a game of football back. and come back. <clears throat> so I went back up on the Sunday and... Um, I got a phone call from Steve Park in the, the, the Monday morning. Uh, who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> I says, what do you mean? I says, who the fuck do you think you are? You're out on loan uh, and you just not turned up to a game. I says, what do you mean? I says, I, I was supposed to be, I weren't in the squad, I was supposed to be training the Saturday morning. Yeah. Uh, explained that the physio rung me and I couldn't get up there. He said, uh, so no, you were supposed to be on the bench. I says, right. And I, I thought, I'm not arguing. He went, he says, you're a big time little fucker. You find two weeks wages and you're free at end of the year, fuck off. <laughs> Jesus. And put the phone down. That was the end of my Barnsley career. Uh, and I almost, I almost, me, me, me missus at the time, I says to her, I says, look, I, I says, I'm sacking this off, I'm not playing anymore. I said, I can't be doing this shit, it's just full of dickheads. Yeah. And she convinced me to... Stick it out. She yeah. convinced me to, to, to stay in it, really. And then I got back to Barnsley, obviously it was a bit frosty with Steve Parkin. Uh, I got the five me two weeks wages and then got a phone call from Terry Dolan at, at York. Said, you fancy coming here for a month? Thought, well, yeah, I'll, I'll come, I'll see how it is. Still thinking I'm going to sack it off at the end of the season, it's yeah. not for me. Uh, I done my first month, uh, done quite well and he said to me, I, I want to sign you for another month. I said, well, would you, I'll, I'll, I'll sign permanent if you want. He says, really? I was like, yeah, yeah. So I says, right, get your agent in, and then I signed a two and a half year contract at York. Did you like it at York then? Because you played four times there, but you went there four times? Uh, twice I've been, I went. Uh, well, loan, permanent loan. Yeah, permanent. We, we yeah, both, yeah, they were both on the same basis, loan for a month or whatever it were. And then, then turned into a permanent. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was brilliant, brilliant. I mean, it was, it was good because I could still go out on a Wednesday and a Saturday. Yeah. And <laughs> the York didn't really know, uh, or if they did, they turned a blind eye. <clears throat> Near to home as well. Yeah, an hour from home. Uh, it used to be a car school. Uh, it was, yeah, it was good. It was, it was like, you're playing men's football, which yeah. makes a big difference. And as I say, it was, I still weren't that asked about it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, I've always seen it as a job. It's just a job for me. Yeah. Which might sound a bit naff, but it's just always been a job. Yeah. So, are you a football fan then? Like, uh, not not as much as I used to be. You, you know, when it's like it's like uh, you think like does Bob the Builder watch the IYSOS? Yeah, it's one of them now. I think uh, whoever whoever it is that I've met 
on the different podcast episodes, I've got that impression. It is. It's, it's fucking horrible, horrible world. <coughs> Football's a horrible world. Cutthroat. Yeah. Uh, and not it, not just on a football level. Like you get like it, it, managers treat people how you how you shouldn't even treat anybody in yeah. the normal in the normal world. But they think they can get away with it because they're your manager. Yeah. And, and they think that's all right. Treat like a commodity, not a person. Pretty much, yeah. And like, like they'll make, they'll make the, if they want you out of the club, they'll make your life hell just to try and get you out of the club. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just happening. Still happening. Still happening now. Where I mean, Kev Ellison. I follow Kev Ellison on Twitter, and he's having to train his own on a Saturday morning. Yeah. He's forty year old. You know what I mean? He's like Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking it's so disrespectful. It's unbelievable. He's been there for years, yeah, years as well, hasn't he? But that's when I, that's when you said you know like players should be loyal to football clubs. Fuck that. Yeah. Load of shite. Load of shite. Morecambe have not been loyal to Ken Ellison now. Mm. All fucking, because of a change of manager. They're fucking yeah. They've only asked him out to dry <clears> now. <throat> yeah. Train on his own on Saturday morning. It's a lot of fucking bollocks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think the 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 normal fan doesn't really consider that and I think that's probably as from a, what I would consider sorry I would consider it from a professional's point of view to get quite annoying at times because you're seeing one side of it and they're seeing the other yeah and I think <coughs> I think if, if people really knew what it were like they'd probably have more of an idea about it yeah I, I think it's, as well. yeah I think the, I mean the, some of the things that you see happen and yeah. go off it's like it's actually unbelievable it is actually unbelievable but um as I say, a lot of fans don't see what it's actually what it's actually like. Yeah, I've heard quite a few times people saying, you know, like you can get involved in football and it's it's just it is bullying. Oh, fucking yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And you, you you're at the peril of the football club because basically they own you. Yeah. When you want your contract, they own you. They can <laughs> say you're in at seven o'clock tonight. Yeah. If they want to. And you can't say anything about Pretty it. Pretty much. I mean, you can. I think. It, I don't know if there's, there's rules that there's, there's got to be so many training and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But if you've got four of you who are getting shit on, and they say, right, all four of you are in at seven o'clock at night, you've got to be in. Yeah, that's it. It's just fucking scandalous. Really? Yeah. Um, so obviously, you went to York and went to Macclesfield. Yeah, yeah. How um, was that? It started horrendously. Yeah. yeah, it started horrendously. I mean, York. We went into administration with York, uh, which obviously it, it's not great. But even at that, I, I wasn't asked because <coughs> I, I live with my mum and dad. Yeah, like for a 19, 20 year old kid, I were on re- really good money. Yeah, so it, it didn't matter to me that I didn't get paid for two months. No commitments. But the the rest of the lads were fucking torture. The lads who literally, as soon as they get paid. All their bills come out the next day, and then then that's the money for the rest of the month. If you miss a month at, at that level, if you miss a month's pay, you're lads are fucked. Yeah. Mortgage wise, uh, <coughs> car payment wise, you know, putting food on the table. Yeah, as, as, bad, as bad as that, lads are putting petrol on diesel, uh, putting petrol and diesel on visas just to come to work, yeah. not knowing when we're going to get paid again. Uh, another thing, I, we what fans might not understand is if. At that level, if you miss a, 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 a month's wages, you're fucked. Yeah. It's happening Bolton and Macclesfield, obviously, Bury. It's fucking scandalous. It's becoming more and more regular, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's scandalous. And <coughs> people, will be like, people think, like, well, they get paid enough, but at that level, they're done. No. 
It is month to month, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Pre- month to month, year to contract, year contract, yeah. year contract. Yeah, that's the thing. You've not even got the security. No, of, so like, like me, so I've not gone into work and signed a three-year contract. Yeah, I'm, I'm working for them until they sack me or yeah. I move. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And and so to get to get into sort of March time, and you're fucking panicking for what's going to happen in summer. In, in the summer. And that and that's obviously not a not a fucking very nice way to live your life if you've got a family, mortgage, kids, and yeah. all like that. Look, personally, I've always been quite lucky. I, I don't think I was out of contract in a summer till I was 32, 33. So I, I've always been quite fortunate <coughs> with it. Yeah. Uh, but it's it, as I say, any, anybody in a normal job, if so, if you don't get paid, you're not going to work. Yeah. But then that's a. But then fans are like, well, it's our football club. Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm not get. I'm not. I'm not here for you as such. I'm here for me. I'm here to get paid to, yeah. to do my job. I'm not getting paid to do my job. Fuck you! I'm going to do my job. Yeah. And you get people that do it for nothing, and it's like, nah, no, you, would no, you really if you got a mortgage and you got kids? Exactly. Would you do it for well, nothing? You can't, can you? No. You can't possibly do it. No. It's yeah. Um, yeah. So Macclesfield. Yeah. Started shit. Yeah, horrendous. I mean, when I went Macclesfield, we were second bottom. Uh, Did you move there in the summer? No, I moved in the January or might have been February. Uh, But I mean, when I went to York on loan, we were second bottom as well. Managed to stay up. Uh, Went to Macclesfield. I scored one goal in 16 games. (laughs) Uh, Nearly as big as in Tower. I don't know how many games it were at Preston, but it was pretty much like when I came to Preston, I was shit then and all. Uh, but we managed to stay up, uh, yeah. which were obviously fantastic. Uh, I still got two years left on my contract, and then the following the following season, uh, I scored two on the first game uh, away at Leighton Orient, I think it were, and then I was just flying for the rest of the season. Yeah. Do you think uh, then, as a striker, getting your goals early that just helps like, take oh, yeah, the monkey off your back? Yeah, I think I might. I think I might have scored five in the first month. Yeah, which straight away you're like you're like a you're feeling cat, good. Really, yeah. 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 Uh, still going out every Wednesday, Saturday, and I probably I probably added Sundays on then as well. Yeah. Uh, or, Fuck it, got yeah. five goals. Why Fuck not? It, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. It, as I said, yeah. I, I think I scored scored twenty six that year. Uh, we just missed out on playoffs, I think, if I remember right. So I'm starting to think, right, I've half a chance to remove here. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably 22, 20, 22. Uh, I've just scored 26 goals, I've half a chance to remove. What league with that? League 2. Right. Um, and then, so I went away for the summer. I, didn't look, I, I always had an incredible summer. Uh, made the most of it. Made the most of the summer, yeah. I mean, the, well, players are like, more so now, but. Like the first day of a pre-season, like lads, uh, did you do much? Did you do much over the summer? Yeah, I did a little bit, did a little bit. I did fuck all. Never did one run over the summer. Yeah. Like uh, that pre-seasons to get fit. The summer is for relaxing and enjoying yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I went, had a good summer, and then we played. Uh, done the first week again, week and a half. Got to his first pre-season game, which was against Man City. Uh, well, obviously a, a Premiership club, I think. Uh, I think they might might have been round about the year that they went up back up to the Prem, something yeah. like that. Um, Certainly not got the riches that they've got. Now. No, um, and scored after five minutes against Man City. 
I'm like, fucking hell, I'm flying here. I'm, yeah. I'm, I have a great chance for a move. And then uh, Richard Dunn fell on me, fell on my leg. Uh, and he's as big a unit as me, is, is Richard <laughs> yeah, Dunn. He's a big lad. And uh, I did medial ligaments in my knee. Um, so that will me again out till November. Jesus. So I've missed all. I've done the first week and a half, two weeks pre-season. Played ten minutes in the in the first game, and then I was out till November. Uh, I, I, for some reason, I came I came back a lot better than what I did the, the first time at Barnsley. Yeah. Um, I think I scored nine in fourteen. So going pretty, into pretty good return. Yeah, going into going into January. Yeah. So I probably I probably at this point I've probably scored thirty five goals in sixty games. 50, yeah, 50, yeah. 60 games. Yeah. The previous season which might have been uh, fifty and then fourteen. So yeah, fifty five games I scored I scored thirty four, thirty five goals. <laughs> not, um, not a bad return. Not too bad. And then Hull came in for us. Yeah. And I'm like fucking fantastic. It's an hour away from home. Yeah. Uh, perfect. Uh, I still go out on a Wednesday and a Saturday and a Sunday because I'm, I'm away from the, from the, club the area. area. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's the main reason I never moved right really. So I could just go back and just be myself when I when I, when I went home. Um, and Brian Orton pulled me in the office. He said we've had a, a bid for you from uh, from Hull. Uh, I think we're 250 grand. Like rising to whatever, uh, if we stay up, because again, Hull was second bottom when I went. Was that championship? Yes. Yeah. So, like, my wages, I can't remember, but like, trebled maybe. Yeah. Uh, perfect move for me, I didn't have to move house. <coughs> and Were you still at your mum and dad's, or did you have your own house? No, I've got my own house by then. Yeah, I've got my own house. And uh, he says, We're not selling you. I says, what, what do you mean you're not selling us? He said, we think we can get more money for you. I says, right, well, I want to go to Hull. Uh, I, I think, perfect for me, perfect for the club. I came in for now, I've done well for you. You've got a quarter million pound, potentially more. Yeah, uh, I think you should sell us. He says, look, we're not selling you for that. I says, well, we have a problem. I says, in fact, my back's, back's just seized up. He says, what do you mean? I says, my back's gone. Says, Literally like we are, first. Just like this. Just like we are. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure, what would I be, uh, 22? So I, I, I've not got enough status in the game yeah. to do it, but I just thought I, I just thought in my head, right, I just need to make like, it happen. Like you said five minutes ago, though, you're in the game for you. Yeah. You, you're not in the game to go and make Hull fans happy. Yeah. Well, maybe, obviously, you are while you're playing for the club, but, yeah, but you I'm don't not, set out to yeah. think, I'm going to go and play for Hull one day and no, become a no. legend. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't become a legend anyway, but I said, my back's gone. I said, I don't think I'm able to play Saturday. He says, fuck off, Parky. I said, I said, I'm telling you. I said, in fact, I don't think I'm able to play for the rest of the season. This is in January. <laughs> I said, I think you're better off selling us. He said, Parky, you can't fucking sell. I said, I'm telling you now, I'm not playing for the football club again. <laughs> I've still got 18 months left on my contract. Yeah. Right? I'm like, oh, Jesus. He said, right, we'll go and see the chairman. I said, come on, we'll go and see the chairman. So, got out of the chair, I hobbled across the pitch as, as if I've got a bad back. Uh, I went to see the chairman, I says, uh, I think if I were you, Mr. Chairman, I'd sell us because my back's gone. I'm not going to be able to play for, I'm definitely not be able to play Saturday. I don't think I'm able to play for, for, for the rest of this season and I'm probably going to struggle to play next season. Uh, I'll leave it with you, it's up to you, do what you want with that. They'll be saying, you're always just fucking about. 
<coughs> so gets in my car 15 minutes later uh, phone call from the agent they've accepted the bid I'm like fucking fantastic it's Buzzing. worked yeah. absolutely worked brilliant uh, says you need to go to Sheffield for a medical says right no bother so I went to Sheffield for the medical uh, obviously championship club it's a lot more stringent than the league two medical I mean, yeah, yeah. scanner and everything uh, failed it failed the medical what were you thinking then fuck <laughs> I've just told the, the manager and the chairman that I'm ne- not going to play for the football club ever again. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I might have burnt a bridge. Yeah. And, it, and luckily, for, for, luckily for me, Hull still wanted to sign us. Yeah. Uh, it was the knee that I'd done the, the previous summer. The surgeon said it weren't. Whoever did the medical said it weren't strong enough. Uh, right. But as I said, Hull was struggling. So I think they, instead of giving me a, a two and a half year contract, I think I signed an eighteen month contract. Yeah. Uh, and so obviously still had to pay the same money. Who was in charge of it? Peter Taylor. Right. Yeah, Peter Taylor. So we uh, so went, we signed an 18 month deal. Uh, first game playing against Crystal Palace, I think it were. And after after 10 minutes of 2-0 down, I'm thinking, fuck, Jesus Christ, we've, we've no chance here. So oh. how did you find the move from League 2 to Championship? Well, it, uh, well see, Unfortunate again because the, the championship games that I played at Barnsley were pretty much all centre half. Oh, of course, yeah. So I'd never played so, it. Going back to that, how, how the hell did you go from being a centre half to a centre forward? Or well, a centre forward first, right? And when I was sort of 14, 15 and playing that Premier Youth League, yeah, that's when I started playing centre half. And then you've just gone back to. And then when I went to when I went to York. I did a little bit of both. I mean, the one game, I think the second game I played up front first half, centre half, second half. <laughs> like, what, what's that all about? Uh, and then when I went to Macclesfield, I would just, I, I never played centre half again. Never, never played yeah, centre half yeah. again. Uh, and I said, we're 2 0 down after 10 minutes. And I managed to score after about 25 minutes. Uh, we got beat 2 1. Yeah. But I'd scored on mid in the Championship. So then I think the next game. Next game might have been Luton. So we beat Luton away 3 2 and I scored again. So I think I scored about seven goals. Uh, seven goals in 15 games, maybe. Which I started thinking to myself, I, can, I might be alright in, the, in yeah. the championship. But the, the, one of the, the last, not one of the, I don't know if it was the last one, but the most important one, we're playing Leeds at home. And we got ourselves in a position that if we beat, if we beat Leeds, we were mathematically safe. Right. Uh, Big Greeks were playing. I was playing against Big Greeks centre half, um, and I, I had a goal disallowed first half that for offside, which should should never have been never been it came off the defender's head. And then I scored to um, to make it one nil after we about 15 minutes left. And we won the game one nil, yeah. so we were safe. Uh, so like I think the, the whole fans sort of remember us a, a little bit for that. Um, as I said, I, just, I think it's good seven, seven in fourteen games, something like that. One in two, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then straight away, the as soon as we were safe, the, the chairman for me he said, "Look, we're going to give him that extra year that we that we we we're going to give him until he failed his medical." So yeah, because uh, you've stayed fit, you've scored yeah, goals. Yeah, stayed fit, scored goals, and we stayed up. So Macclesfield got the extra money, whatever that yeah. was. They were due for us staying up or whatever. So they're obviously been happy. 
uh, and I, I, I thought to myself I might be able to do it in the championship yeah. uh, it gets to the end of the season and then Peter Taylor left uh, which it worked great for me because as I say he'd fetched me in he took a bit of a chance on me to be fair yeah. two chances really signing a league two striker and a striker and a striker who failed in medical, medical. Uh, so he done really well for us PT um, but then he got he got the actually got the Palace job he got the Crystal Palace job right. uh, now I'm thinking I wonder if he'd take me down there yeah. but then I'm thinking nah, it's not for me that London I thought I'm alright going for a day or two days but that fucking London's yeah, not for home. me yeah, not for me. That. I'd have probably gone out Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday and Sunday. You know what I mean? I think it would have been, just been too much. Um, then Phil Parkinson came in. Yeah, um, he's at Sunderland now. Sunderland manager now, yeah. Straight away, when he came in, knew straight away what sort of guy he were. He got a clipboard with him. So he walked around with a fucking clipboard, right? So we're like, Jesus Christ. Anyway... First pre-season game. Obviously, into the first pre-season game, I uh, brought my toe, brought my big toe. Yeah. Uh, playing away at North Therby, I think it was. And uh, it, it, for some reason, it didn't hurt when I run. It just hurt when I kicked the ball. Right. So he'd fetch this fucking fitness guy in here, uh, Stewarts. Stuart Ailes, I think they call him. Anyway, straight away, I knew it weren't going to be my cup of tea. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I was never quite, I never that keen on fitness guys anyway. Like, they were giving us supplements and fucking like caffeine tablets and fucking beetroot juice, like oh, loads Jesus. of different shite yeah, right, yeah, yeah. before games and whatever. I, I, I felt like a fucking rock star. I'm, I felt as though I was like taking drugs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm off a, your tits. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm off my tits. <laughs> <laughs> Playing football, I'm off my tits, right? Uh, you were like, I can't, you can't, I can't fucking concentrate on the ball. I was that, I was that fucking high. Uh, so all I did was run. That rest of the preseason, all I did was run. Yeah. And it gets to the first game of the season. Uh, we're playing a little West Brom away, and I had me big toe injected. So basically, it's numb. Can't so feel anything. Can't feel anything. Yeah. Uh, but then obviously the injection wears off, and the next day is fucking absolute fucking torture. So I think I, I think I had it. I think for about 15 games I had it injected for 15 games Jesus but even when Phil Parkinson came in I I was only, the only one who was scoring yeah um, I think I might have scored sort of 5 or 6 in the first 2 months yeah and so you can't really not play yeah could not play me even though he weren't too keen on our work yeah uh, I mean I once had a I once had a duel with him because on a, on a Thursday uh the fitness coach had me doing leg weights on the Thursday and um, we're playing Ipswich away on the Saturday and I, I'd never done leg weights never done weights yeah. you know and, and he's got me doing these fucking I don't even know what the squats or deadlifts or something like that so we get to the game on the Saturday and, and my legs feel like lead so we're playing away at Ipswich and after 10 minutes I couldn't move my legs were just gone so I'm running I'm running past the dugout and I said, and I, and I just, I, I, I'd lost my head, I, I just shouted, he's fucking useless him, <laughs> as I'm running past the dugout, yeah. pointing at the fitness coach, so he's a fucking arsehole him, uh, so anyway, I, I think I played, I might even played the football game, I was shy, yeah. I was shy, I couldn't move, so on the Monday he pulls me, he said, what were all that about, I said, you know this fucking idiot you brought in, this fitness guy, 
says he'd have me doing leg weights on a Thursday. Right? I said I couldn't move after ten minutes on Saturday. He said, uh, "Well, that's 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 going to benefit you." I went fuck off. I says, I, I said, look, it's not it's not going to benefit me. He says in the long run it will. I said, well, for, for the next fucking two months until I do get up, to, I said I'm going to be I'm going to be shit. So yeah. it's up to you. He went, do you realise how lucky you are to be a footballer? I went, what do you mean? He says, you, how lucky you are to be a footballer. I went, nah. I says, you can fuck off, mate. I said, uh, I says, I'm not lucky to be a footballer. I says, I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I was half decent at summer that ended up being football. Yeah. I've worked my balls off to be a footballer. Yeah. So I'm not lucky. I says, so do you think a, a brain surgeon's lucky then who's gone to school from five year old and then qualified at 30? Do you think he's lucky? Yeah. Or, or has he worked his balls off to be a brain surgeon? He's been lucky the fact that he's been an intelligent enough kid to do it. Yeah. But he's still had to graft his balls off. Yeah, it's not, it's not just been handed to him. Yeah, play. exactly. So I says, nah, you can fuck off, I'm not lucky. Uh, and I don't think he took. I think he. I don't think he took too kindly to that. Went down like a lead balloon. Pretty much, but like my fucking legs, <laughs> like my legs itch with fucking lead. Uh, but we weren't getting results and uh, and whatever. And then he gets the sack, and then in, it, it fetched Phil Browning as a coach. I don't know if, he, if I don't know if Browning was snaking or what or whatever. So this is your first this running be, with him. Yeah. And to be fair, I got away with him all right. Yeah. Got away with him fine. Uh, in and out of the team, whatever. And then he, he, he fetched uh, he fetched two players in. Michael Bridges from Carlisle, I think. Uh, and Bridges were knocking on, but then he fetched Dean Windass in as well. Uh, so I'm like, he's fetched two strikers in. I'm, I'm struggling here now. He's not, uh, I'm not replaying or whatever. And, uh, so I, as I, I weren't playing, and, and then I got a phone call from from the agent saying Tony Pulis wants to go to Stoke. So I'm like, right, okay, fantastic. A little bit further away from home, but it's travelable, no problem. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so it's it's well travelable. Uh, I says, well, I'm, I think it was a Tuesday. I says, well, I'm I, I were actually off ill. I was I got off full of flu, cold, man flu, whatever. Uh, I says, look, I'm, I'm, I can go in on Friday. Uh, he says, watch the play Saturday. I says, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do the best I can. So I went went to Stoke, played, uh, I think I played about 75 minutes. Uh, done all right. Uh, then I got a phone call from, from a couple of the lads saying, uh, never believe what he's fucking said about you. Uh, I says, what do you mean? He said, He's done a, a radio interview after our game today, and he said, uh, "Why have you, why have you let John Parking go to Stoke who was sick when we're third bottom?" Uh, and he said, I, I, "I need players who are committed to this football club, who want to play for this football club, uh, and that's why I've let him go." So basically, he just fucking hung me out to dry, just totally dug me out for for, for no reason. So. I thought, fuck it, I'm not having that. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having that. So I phoned him on the Monday, and I said, uh, "This is what you've been saying about me." This is what do you mean? I said, on the radio on the on Saturday after the game, you got asked the question, "Why have I gone to Stoke?" And your response were, "I need players who are committed to this football club uh, and who want to work hard and want to be here for, for this football club." 
I said, I never said that. I says, right, well, I've had two people, I've had two people, two of the lads phone me and say, they've heard the radio interview and that's exactly what you've said. Yeah. He said, uh, no, 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 he said, I'll have a listen to the radio interview, right, I'll have a <laughs> listen back, uh, and I'll get back to you. I'm like, well, you fucking better, better get back to me. Um, so I played the next game at Stoke, didn't score. Played the next game at Stoke, didn't score. Uh, so I'd not scored in my first three. And then uh, I scored three in the next three games. Uh, phone call again from the agent. It was, it was the Saturday, Monday. I think the Easter weekend, Saturday, yeah. Monday. Saturday, Monday. Scored in both games. Uh, gets a phone call from the agent. You never believe what's happened. He says, why, what's happened? He says he's called you back. You're in training Thursday at all. I says he's fucking. Is he taking the fucking piss or what? And at this point, he's not. Got he's not got to back to me. Either. No, no, not saying. Not not a fucking word. Not a word. Uh, I says. I says is, is he taking the piss or what? He says, well, they've called you back. There's not a lot you can do about it. I says right, okay. So gets back in on the Thursday. Said uh, so. Stormed over. Don't got to remember it. Clear as day. Stormed over to him as he's uh, setting the, the, the stuff up for training or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and you know how he is, Parky, how are you? Dead friendly, or oh, trying to be dead friendly. Trying to be dead friendly. I says, you can fuck off. <laughs> I says, what do you mean, what do you mean? I says, you can fuck off, you know exactly why you can fuck off. Uh, I says, well, where, where's me, where was my phone call? He said, oh, oh yeah, I've said I've had a lot on blah, blah, blah. I says, you are an absolute C-bomb. I says, you are a see you next Tuesday. Yeah. He went, what, what do you mean? I says, you know exactly what I mean. I says, you are an absolute, right? I said, uh, I'm not playing for you. Yeah. I said, if you pick me for the team, right, I'll play because I, I don't want them lads to get relegated there. But you're a fucking absolute arsehole. And then I just stormed off. Um, I don't think he ever played. I don't even think I played. Yeah. When I went back, I didn't even play. I think it was more of the fact that I were at Stoke and scored 3-3. Three, three. Right. We, were, we were fifth, sixth. Yeah. Uh, and, and all were still third, fourth, bottom. So it was more the fact that our strikers are on loan at a club trying to get in the playoffs. And he's doing well. And he's doing well. And uh, he should be here, doing well for us. Uh, so that, 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 was me, that was me fucking done with him. Uh, I think I've still got... I still got a year left on my contract. Yeah, I think I must have had a year, maybe two. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, when when Phil Brown got the job, he fetched a coaching with him, Steve Parkin. You know the manager from Barnsley yeah. who, who fucked us off at, in the way that he did like that. Yeah. So I can remember the first day, <clears throat> first day that Steve Parkin came in, we were training down the uni at Hull. And he said to us, uh, Parky, come and get a car with me, I'll, I'll take you down here to chat with you. This is when we were like, still on, like, when we were all right. He said, uh, obviously, fetch Steve Parker and you've worked with him before, what do you think? I said, he's an absolute fucking asshole. I said, right. I says, uh, he says, well, I fetch him in as my first team coach. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, I know you have. I says he's still a fucking asshole. Doesn't change my opinion. Of yeah, it. yeah. It don't matter what role you fetched him in at. He's still a he's still a dickhead. Yeah. Um, so he said, why 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 do you, why do you feel like that about him? So I explained what had happened out of the pool, uh, and he's like, right, okay, well, he is first team coach. Uh, 
you're just gonna have to get over my message. Look, just keep him away from me. That's fine. Yeah. As long as he keeps away from me. But then he was trying to be up my ass. Then you know what I mean. Um, trying to brown nose, you know. Which almost. made it even worse for me. And I'd rather him just ignore me than yeah. try and be pally with us. You know what I mean? <laughs> you I, can I, see through it. Can't yeah, it's yeah. blatantly obvious. And I don't, I don't like, I don't like two-faced people. Uh, somebody thinks I'm a, if somebody thinks I'm a dickhead. They think I'm a dickhead. Yeah. Just because we're a different club. Uh, and you're in a different role, and I'm further on in my career. Couldn't change it. Still, you're still a dick yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we it get we get to the end of the season. Hull stayed up, um, and then Stoke wanted to sign us, yeah. which was which was fantastic. Um, so they missed out on the playoffs. Then. Yeah, they missed out on the playoffs. By I think they might have finished one one place, two places outside them. Yeah. Uh, as I'm going into Hull, I, went, I had to drive back into Hull to sort everything out contract-wise and all that sort of stuff. Phil Brown had then fetched in Brian Horton, who was the manager at Macclesfield, who I'd said I got dodgy back with. Yeah. Right. So I fucking have three amigos now. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm. So one of them, one of them thinks I'm not committed to the football club, and I've called him. A, I've called him every name under the sun to his face. He's the manager. Yeah. The assistant managers have said he's an absolute asshole. Keep him away from me. I want nothing to do with him. And then the first team coach, or whichever role, not whichever role Brian Orton came in in. Uh, three years, two and a half years earlier, I told him I'm never going to play for his team again. <laughs> so I'm like, like it's shit. It, but to be fair, when I spoke to I spoke to Brian Orton, he said, "Pack, I, I, I want you to stay." Uh, Says, look, I understand what were happening at, at Macclesfield. I know you had to do it, and it worked out, works out for you. Uh, but I, I, I want you to stay. I think yeah, I'll, I'll try and get you in the so team. Part of the three was he all right? Yeah, good as gold. Yeah, yeah, good as gold. Uh, as I say, he, he knew the situation. He knew yeah. what I was doing. He knows. He knows I weren't a dickhead. Yeah. But he knew that I had to try and do the best I could do for, for myself yeah. to prolong my career, which obviously turned out to be a, a really good decision. Um, I said, no, nah. I said, I can't work with him. Um, I said, I can't work with either of them, to be fair. Um, so, Stoke then made a bid for us and managed to managed to get the contract out down there. I signed a three-year deal at Stoke and we went on to get we went on to get promoted, which were which were incredible, yeah. absolutely incredible. I mean, I didn't I didn't start that many games. I think I might have only started four or five games, but I, used, I think I was like most used substitute in the championship. Yeah. I think I'm going to come on 30, 30 odd times, and so I, I did. I did contribute, but I didn't feel as though I contributed as much as what I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, <clears throat> we had a, we had a very settled team. We were just a strong, ugly, hard-working team. Yeah, to win. Yeah, pretty yeah. much, and we got Rory's throw. Yeah, which which were like. The difference between us finishing second or or finishing probably tenth, really. Yeah. But it was one of them where <clears throat> when I did get thrown, because I was always a player who needed to be playing. Yeah. To, you know, to, to keep me fitness and all that yeah, and keep whatever. Your form and all yeah, that. Yeah. I needed to be playing. So if I'd not played for six weeks and then the manager had thrown me in. After 60 minutes, I'm blowing out my ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, well, we'll take him back out of the team. And, and so I never, I never really got a run of games to get fit, to get going. But uh, we, we we finished second and got promoted, which were, were, were unbelievable achievement. And I'm now Premiership footballer, which to say I'm still going out on a Wednesday and a Saturday and a Sundays. Not not many can say it's that. It's quite, it's yeah, it's quite uh, quite scary, really. Yeah, it was Tony the best you were. 
no, no. Uh, Alan Irvine, one of the best managers I've worked with. Alan got, Irvine. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you got a lot of respect for Tony. Oh, massively, yeah. 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 Oh, ma- the thing with Tony is he 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 is what he is. Training were boring. Yeah. Monotonous. Uh, it were it weren't it weren't it weren't enjoyable to, to go to work. Yeah. But most Saturdays we got results. So you can't really That's the be all and end yeah, all, Pretty it? much, yeah. I mean we go in on a Tuesday and we knew exactly what we we're doing. We go in on a Thursday we knew what we were doing. Do you think that helped you though to an extent? Because you're doing the same thing you're repeating it all the time, you know what when you're in a game what you need to do because pretty you've much done that's, it that that's, that's what I think that's what you I mean everybody knew the jobs. Yeah. And if you did the job that he told you to do, there were no problems. Yeah. You didn't have to try and do anything that he'd not told you to do. So basically, you would, I know to a certain extent all players are robots, but we were pretty robotic. Yeah. Right, you left back, what you need to do is defend, stop crosses, clip it down the line. Same with your right back. Yeah. Send it out, send it, kick it, go up and score a goal. That's it. Pretty much. You, you, your wingers, fancy. Yeah, your wingers, right, get, get crosses in, work hard, double up with, with their winger. Yeah. So that was that. You're sending, sending midfielders, hook uh, it on, job done. Chase the bar, tackle, hook it on. All you need to do. And we've got, and, and, and I don't think, I don't know if he gets enough credit with Mamadi Sidibe. Yeah. And he played like just behind uh, Ricardo. Uh, and the amount of work that he did was outrageous. I mean, I just couldn't physically do it. Yeah. When I went in the team, I was playing that role, and I just couldn't do it. Just like a wind-up toy that just kept going. Yeah, and going just. And going. And, I mean, he were. I don't even think he scored that many goals. I bet he only scored six or seven goals. His work off the ball. But his work, the... yeah. And I mean, he used to bully for bully centre halves, and then Ricardo would just do his thing. I mean, Ricardo was unbelievable. Was a lazy bastard. Was it? Yeah. Oh, fucking lazy <laughs> bastard. Uh, but same as you say, it was unbelievable, and. We'd be showing nil nil with ten minutes to go, and he does something outrageous, yeah. and we win the game one nil. So I can imagine Tony Wolf pulling his hair out with him, and then he does something and, and wins the game because he was yeah. That kind of he, knew that, he knew that there were a good chance that he was going to do something that's yeah. going to win you the game. Uh, and as I said, we had we had uh, we had Rory's throw, which so many games he we won one one nil, and we scored from the throw in. And I mean, oh. I think. I think it's centre uh, Leon Court and, uh, and Ryan Shawcross. I mean that—that's probably one of the best signings, like f- that I've ever seen or have heard. Of. I think they paid one and a half million quid for Shaw. Where from? Manu. All oh, right. Yeah, one and a half million quid. And I think the, the, I think Manu had a buyback on him, but like the service that he's given the club for for one yeah. and a half million quid up, up until sort of last year, this year Premier League. You're not going to see better, better money spent. No. Um, as I said, him and Courtney, I think they scored. They might have scored 18 goals between them. The two centre half. So that took the that took the pressure off Mama. Yeah. Because he, he could do what he needed to do. Yeah, he, he did what he needed to do for the team. Yeah. And then they'd score, they'd score goals quite regularly at, at the same time. And you got Ricardo doing his thing. Got as Ricardo well. doing something outrageous every every two or three games, yeah, whatever. Pretty much. Jesus. Um, before we come on to North End and drink another pack. I will have another yeah. pack, mate, Jai. 